Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody, it's your girl, Cy Brown. I'm so happy to be hanging out with you today. Um, Do you know, well, I'm sure you know, we just celebrated one year on the air. That's major. You know how major that is? I've been doing a blog talk radio show since June 26th. I did my first show June 26th. 2008. I mean, this is like a year of doing a daily show. Me, little old side, just one day, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. And I saw, you know, BTR, I saw they had gotten a lot of funding, and I said, you know what, it's worth a shot to, to, to see what this is all about. I had no clue what I was doing, uh, but I now have a producer, I now have a publicist, I now have all of these things, and I'm so amped that... I've been on the air for a year. I was on a little bit of a vacation last week, but it's all good. We are still celebrating our one-year anniversary nonetheless. So big shout-out to everybody who has supported the show. Big shout-out to everybody who has listened to the show. Um, It is what it is. I'm so excited. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with me. It means a lot. We have a lot to talk about today. Just a couple quick um, notes to everybody. Um, I'm in New York, and I'll be in Atlanta. I'm coming to it. Actually, I'm traveling, everybody. I'll be in Atlanta on July 8th and 9th. So if anybody's in the ATL area, get at me July 8th and 9th because uh, I'll be hanging out in in, in the ATL on July 8th and 9th. So I want to have some fun. Maybe we can all go to Dave and Buster's. Maybe we could hang out or do something fun. So I definitely want to, you know, see everybody who I haven't seen in Atlanta for a while. Um, And then I'll also be in New Orleans um, right after – you know what? We planned our trip right after the Essence Music Fest. I don't know what we were thinking. We're actually leaving um, July 4th, so that's like when the Essence Fest wraps up. But we're going to be driving down to um, New Orleans, So, and I'm stopping in Atlanta. So I'm just going on a little drive, you know, just to see family and friends, and so that's going to be pretty cool. Big shout-out to super dope Queen Lavinia. Thank you. Oh, my goodness, I'm so happy. Happy to see you. It's been a while, and I miss you. She said, hi, Cy, listening on the phone while I do some work. I missed you. I know I was on a mini vacay, but I'm back. Um, so thank you, and thank you very much for congratulating me on one year. It has not been easy at all. Oh, gosh, it has not been easy. Um, but anyway, let's get into some of the, some of the important stuff that, we, that I have to talk about for today. First of all, breaking news, breaking, breaking news. Bertie Madoff was just sentenced to 150 years in prison. I personally thought he wasn't going to get 150 years. He asked for 12 years, which I I knew they weren't going to give him 12 years in prison. But they were saying what he did was on par with other white-collar crime. And I'm like, dude, he built people out of like 60 I think it's sixty billion dollars, and I mean these are these are very rough numbers. So you know, I'll be like, "Sa said, no," but he built people out of like tons of money. So I mean, you know, on that note, 
he did some pretty bad stuff. Hold on one second. That's my son calling me. I'm on the air. I'll call you when I get off in a few minutes, okay? Bye. <laughs> that was my son calling me. Sorry about that, everybody. Um, <laughs> I've been teased away at school, so uh, I don't know why he called me during tw- uh, during the 12 o'clock hour, but it's all good. You guys know you see my life live and in living color uh, every day. But anyway, just doing my research and doing, you know, watching breaking news coverage, this man has totally, totally, totally destroyed lives. And although I was not personally, well, I don't believe I was personally affected by any of his misdeeds, a lot of people were, and we have to look at it as everything is relative. You know, I watched a story about these people who had to actually sell their um uh, their home in Florida, and they were, and, and, the, and the, it was, it was an older couple, and I don't even want to get into race or anything like that because people are people. But they were, the daughter was saying, "Oh, my parents now have to sell their Florida home, and they have to come back to New York." Now, for me, I'm watching this, and I'm like, "Am I supposed to have any level of sympathy because they have to sell their home, their 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 summer home in Flo- their winter home in Florida, and move back to New York City?" Eh, you know, I it, it it's a little tough for me to have that sympathetic um, you know, ear, but on the same note, everything is relative. So to them, that was extremely devastating because Bernie Madoff did some foul stuff. They lost their savings. I mean, there are nonprofit organizations who are literally who have literally had to shut their doors immediately. There was no um curve, there was no window. You know, it's as though they went into the bank and said, okay, we have to, you know, write checks for payroll. We have to write checks for our rent. We have to do all of these things. And you know what? All of a sudden, boom, it's gone. There's there's, there's, there's no money. So I think what he did is totally, totally despicable. But you know what? I don't know how we're going to recover. I'm not sure how or if or when we can even recover. It, 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 it's just um, it's just not very good. I'm trying to look right now just to see what the actual charges were while we're all on the air very quickly um, because I caught the breaking news just as I was going on the air. So I want to see very quickly um, what the actual charges were. You know I do everything in real time, everybody. So I just want to see uh, very quickly what the um, what the latest is. And if somebody knows what the latest is, definitely send me a, a tweet about it uh, so I can give you guys the most accurate information as possible. Um, Bernie Madoff tells the court, and this is according to Huffington Post, I will live with this pain and this torment for the rest of my life. One thing I do feel a little badly about for for Bernie Madoff is that I actually think he did not really intend for it to get this far. You know, I've been reading a lot of reports, um, and I believe, and and I can't, you know, read too much into into what you know his what's in his mind. But you know something, a lot of criminals, when they interview criminals like on MSNBC and stuff like that, they all say the same thing. They didn't know that it was going to go so far. So I'm just going to read something very quickly, um, his comments that he's made during his sentencing, and then I'm going to jump into this, the, the, the 
my BET Award comments, which is going to be very interesting. Y'all know I have such an opinion. Big shout-out to Deja Monet, who just joined me in the chat room. What's up, girl? I missed you. And a big shout-out to the Wake Up Call Show. Thank you so much for joining me here on Life Remix Radio. And to my caller from Area Code 410, thank you very much for listening in. I'm, gl- I'm glad, glad, glad to see people joining me. So I love it. You can be doing anything else at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time every day. But you're hanging out with me, so I appreciate it. I appreciate every listener that I have. Um, but let me just get back really quickly to um, his comments. And this is coming, uh, this is according to Huffington Post. Uh, very quickly it says, um, if you have a question, wake up show. Okay, I got a second question for you. Shoot, wake up call show. Let me just read this really quickly off of Huffington Post and I'll switch screens. Convicted swindler Bernard Madoff was sentenced to 150 years in prison Monday, which is today, for fraud so extensive that the judge said he needed to send a symbolic message to those who might imitate his fraud and to victims who need relief. Applause broke out in the crowded Manhattan courtroom after U.S. District Judge Denny Chin issued the maximum sentence to the 71-year-old defendant who said he sought no forgiveness and knew he must, and this is a quote, must live, quote, with this pain and torment for the rest of my life. Um, you know, it's sad. It says the judge said the estimate that Madoff has cost his victims is more than $13 billion was conservative because it did not include money from feeder funds. And this is a quote, objectively speaking, the fraud here was staggering, he said. Before Chin announced the sentence, Madoff wearing a dark suit, white shirt, and a tie sat and listened as emotional witnesses described how he spoiled their security. Quote, life has been a living hell. It feels like the nightmare we can't awaken from, says Carla Hishhorn. So anyway, people are pissed. A lot of people are angry. And it's it's really sad. I think he needed to get that because he did have to send um, the money. You know, he did. I mean, he did have to send a message. So. Uh, that's that's really it. So that was the breaking news that I got right before I went on the air, and I wanted to share that with you. Let me go back into the chat room very quickly. Um, wake up show. I got thanks for having me. Peace and blessings. Why did the promoters for Michael Jackson take out an insurance policy on him for his upcoming concert for over a billion dollars? And why is one of the stipulations in the policy covering drug overdose? Huh? Is that a normal stipulation and policy so they will get paid? Okay. Were you listening in on my phone conversation this morning? Are you like tapping into my phones because I just had a conversation with a very dear friend of mine about that exact issue. Um, Now, what I'm getting ready to say is just my thoughts and opinions. You guys, all my lovely listeners can take it for what you may. You all know I used to be a publicist in the industry. Do we not forget? Let us not forget that Michael Jackson owns the Beatles catalog, like he is a majority stakeholder. Hi, True. Oh, my goodness. How are you, baby? <laughs> um, Michael Jackson owns a large portion, if not all, of the Beatles catalog. And I've heard, you know, I've heard that Paul McCartney had a lot to do with his tour. So let's just look at the facts here. If, in fact, he had a lot to do with the tour, and this is all speculative speaking on my part, but if he had a lot to do with the tour being set up overseas, right, what are the contingencies that can be put in place? You know, Michael Jackson is worth like $2 billion or something like that, and he owed like $400 million. $400 million compared to $2 billion is paltry, right? It, it, it's, it, it means like absolutely nothing. The problem with Michael Jackson is that he didn't have liquid assets. 
that was that was the real issue with him. He didn't have liquid assets. His money was tied up in the things like the catalog, his property, his his own catalog. And don't forget that artists get paid when their songs are played on the radio. So now if we know that artists get paid when their songs are played on the radio, I know here in New York there's a station, 92KT, I mean, 92, uh, 103.5KTU, it's like a pop station. They have played nonstop Michael Jackson 24 hours a day. When I was cleaning my house on Saturday, I was listening only to KTU since like Thursday or Friday. So can you imagine how much money his estate has made just from that one? Just imagine if they get a penny a song. So, you know, I, I don't believe in coincidences. That's just how I feel, and I see Wake Up Show put, wow, what a coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences, not one smidgen. But I believe it really goes back to um, that catalog, and, and, and I think that has a lot to do with, with, with it because I can't just see how all of a sudden the day before he's practicing and he's rehearsing, and then all of a sudden he's he's gone. And I actually started reporting it on Twitter as soon as I heard it from TMZ, and a lot of people hit me back on Twitter like, Sigh, you can't put that. I said, I don't know. I, I'm not getting a good feeling about this one. And I, and I, I reported it right away. Um, Deja Monet just put in the chat room, it depends on the amount of the policy, your health, and your career. I am an insurance examiner. When you want life insurance, I am the nurse that shows up to your home to do the exam for you. Well, I know when we had to get life insurance, they had to do all these checks and, and stuff like that, but I, I want to swing it back to um, what Wake Up Show, Wake Up Call Show said, and, it, it, you know, he's asking, is that a normal stipulation and policy so they will get paid? Um I don't necessarily think it was a normal stipulation. I, Working in the entertainment industry, I've seen riders and things like that. I know usually from insurance they have to take out on the venue in case somebody gets hurt, but I believe um, the policies typically cover the artist or their own policies, like if they slip and fall. But you have to imagine this, this concert was worth hundreds of millions of dollars. So I guess they needed to make sure and put certain mechanisms in place to keep their finances protected. I don't know. And Wake Up Show Call just put, well, the promoters are definitely going to get paid more than what they would have made. It's just really weird that they stipulated drug overdose. You know something? I don't think it's weird. I really don't think it was weird at all. I think it was done in a very definitive and purposeful way and deliberate way because because I, that's what I believe. So let's just leave that at that. Um, Deja Monet said how much he made from all the records since his death, all the download videos, so his estate is making a lot of money. Of course, his estate, he's making more money now than he was when he was alive. I actually have a caller calling in from area code 646. Sorry about that. I was looking at the chat room um, and not the switchboard. Caller from 646, you're on the air with Cy Brown, Life Remix Radio. Do you have a question or a comment? Uh, yes, I have a comment. Is this Hakeem? Uh, yes, this is Hakeem. <laughs> Yo, we got a celebrity on the line, everybody. This is Hakeem Green from the group channel Live Mad Isms. I'm so happy to have you joining me today. Thank you. What a shot. My pleasure. My this pleasure. Nice. My pleasure. Oh, this yeah. is nice. I love it. Y'all never know who's going to call into my show. So big shout out, Hawk. What do you have to say? Um, well, I, you know, calling in and listening to you talk about, you know, Michael Jackson, his, his estate and what happened in, in the clause in his contract about, um, 
you know, if he if he defaulted on the tour and you know what that would mean. I would be really curious to see like these promoters who book the tour who who they're tied into, like who owns their company, who um you know who who they're related to, who's making the decisions over there, um, because it, it's just real weird that you know Mike had some you know how you say um some very contentious relationships mm-hmm. with some folks from England who you know have been you know really upset with Mike for for a number of years, some very powerful music industry entities, and um, it, you know it's just it's just ironic that you know the the tour. Took, was to take place in London. Mm-hmm. Um, that supposedly I hear that the doctor had connections to these promoters. Um, it's just really, really weird, you know. And, and there's there's this clause in his contract that says if he def- defaulted on the tour, mm-hmm. that they would they would get a piece of his estate. Exactly. Um, that's just that's real weird. And what I didn't know, and I just learned thanks to you, is that there was, um, you know, drug overdose was, you know, a specific item in that clause. Mm-hmm. Like who puts who puts that? Like who thinks that? Um, so it's a lot of questions that need to be answered in you know in reference to Michael Jackson. Um, but like I, you know, and, and I'm guilty too, not to pass judgment on anybody particular, because I think I'm guilty too, but. You know, we lost a, a really big, um, more than just an icon, but a, um, you know, yeah, can we a, segue a huge, can we segue a huge power. You, if you have a couple minutes to spend with me, I would love for you, if you could please, to weigh in, if you could be so kind, on your take of the BET Awards last night and the, 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 the fitting or unfitting tribute of MJ, if you don't mind. Wow. No, I don't at all. Actually, I can segue nice and easy because on, on my Facebook page last night, I posted up a clip of Minister Louis Farrakhan on Arsenio in 1994 where Arsenio had asked him his opinion of um, what was going on with Michael Jackson, the child allegations, um, the child molestation allegations. And um, Minister Farrakhan, of course, said that he, you know, he, he couldn't pass judgment either way because he doesn't know he wasn't there. But Michael Jackson had clearly, clearly had been touched by God and was able to affect so many millions of people with a positive message because he was someone connected to a God force, right? And then Minister Farrakhan went on to say that, you know, anything that happens to us as a people negatively, we can't blame the enemy or the devil. We have to blame ourselves. And if we don't get ourselves right, then we're to blame. And then when you look at what happened last night with the BET Awards, aside from the the technical difficulties, it was just a total lack of disrespect to us yeah. as a people, to Michael Jackson's legacy, to um, just it, it was a just you know the, the the language, the profanity, the um, the you know the, the the little kids up on stage with Little Wayne and Drake as they sing a, a sexually suggestive song with. Can I can Kenny. I add something real quick, Hakeem? Mm-hmm. April Silver, I think you may know April. Uh, she has a Kila Work songs out of Brooklyn. She just posted really quickly on Facebook. I am seething at BET, Lil Wayne, Drake, and the show's producer, and everyone in the audience, comma, I mean parentheses, and backstage too, who permitted those little girls to be on stage during Lil Wayne and Drake's performance last night. The segment, coupled with the lyrics and the essence of those songs, gives even our little girls glamorous assurances that their best value lies in the belief that their 
effable. I can't even say that, but y'all know what I mean by effable. Mm -hmm. April Silver, I I have to tell you all, is a peaceful sister. She's an activist out of Brooklyn, has a great business. I have never seen a profane word come out of this woman's mouth, especially online. So for her to put that, she is incensed. Women are really up in arms, and I don't even want to talk about skank robbers. Oh, skank robbers was was ridiculous. When I saw the skank robbers thing, like I immediately thought Dionysus, and how how we could have the nerve to have this national protest. Oprah does his show. Like you have all these different, and then but BET is going to produce a clip of black men dressing up as black women. One, you're emasculating black manhood. Two, you've now. You totally disrespected the black woman. You called her, not, you know, not beautiful and not respectable. And you could skank robbers. Like really, black women around black women around this country need to all unite and protest against the BET in the way they were, you know, uh, presented last night from the little girls on stage up, you know, all the way with the um, the skank robbers skit. Like, it, it, you know, enough is enough. And to think that a black woman runs BET. Like yeah. it's some, it's something really, really wrong going on here, and we need to put it in check, or it's only going to get worse. And then Al Sharpton, Al Sharpton yeah. is in the audience. Like, at what point do you, as a reverend, say enough is enough, and either walk out? At the least you could have done was walk out. At the least you could have done, but the most you could have done was walked up on stage and put an end to the whole shit. Like. Our, our self-respect as a people has to be more important than the show going on. I'm sorry. Right. It just has to be because that, like, that's our problem. The show keeps going on, and we're the ones that's getting played. But we keep stepping and fetching. Mm. Smile, y'all. Smile. Buck them lips. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's not funny, but it's, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's sad. It's, it really is sad. We reached a low point as a people last night, I think. We, we did, and I, I actually – had to turn Twitter off my show, I mean off my phone, because it was like freezing my phone, people were like, I I would say like 75% to 25%, and you know the analytical person I am, I was trying to assess who's making these opinions. Even young people were like, yo, they said they didn't, it wasn't about the, the issues that we're addressing, like the over 30, over 35 crowd, but young people were like, yo, what is Wayne doing? Is he high? He looks stupid. Wayne's performance was trash. These are young people that are not even gauging the show by the same metrics that we are. So mm-hmm. really, who does that show resonate with? And the thing that really pisses me off is that BET is owned by Viacom. You bet your last dime to a dollar that they would not put a production like that on for um, VH1 or MTV. Mm. The Wake Up Show said, don't make me call in. Well, you can call in because we have nine more minutes left, 347-633-9113, 347-633-9113. I'm spontaneously joined by Hakeem from Channel Live. Oh, man, this is this is a treat. Um, you know, I've been reading some of the stuff that you put on Facebook, um, Hakeem. What is FLI? FLI is um. What is that? What is that's your organization, right? Yes, it's it's the the next step in my own progression, the For Life Initiative. Um, the For Life Initiative is about building bridges between the entertainment community, the athletic community, and the grassroots organizations around the country serving um our underprivileged or underserved communities. Um, you know, the entertainment value, as we saw last night, 
we're, we're able to gain, get, garner a lot of attention, which equals a value, a lot of it monetary. So we can use some of that value to redirect to, you know, educational services, healthcare services, um, educating the community as to, you know, law enforcement and how it should function, um, and, the, and the, the plethora of other issues that plague our communities, then we can go a, a real long way. And the For Life Initiative, FLI, is another way of saying fly. And what we want to do is create the image, create the, um, the template that lets young people know it's fly to be intelligent. It's fly to give back. It's fly to have self-esteem and pride in yourself and your community. Um, so in a nutshell, that's what um, FLI is all about. That's hot. Like the whole concept of like the For Life Initiative, that's, that's, that's definitely hot. And I look at it because, you know, now that we, you know, I've, I've done so many shows, countless shows on Barack Obama and, and what he means to our people. So just to see people having the courage, y'all know my phone is just, hold on. Busy, busy, busy. This is That's Saeed. Can you please call me back after 12? <laughs> Thank you. Sai is so fly. Sai is fly. <laughs> That's fly right there. Shout out to Slap and Ellen 24-7-365, she's on the case. That's what being fly is all about, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I, I don't know. Earlier my son called me, and I'm like, yo, what are you doing calling me? You know I'm doing my show. But he's like, all right, Ma, I'll call you back. So I don't know. I, I really meant to, um, uh, to, to turn it off. Oh, Wake Up Call Show just said Obama found a new church. We have a call from 662. Um, Hakeem, can you stay with us another couple more minutes? Sure. Okay, that's what's up. Caller from 662, you're on the air with Cy Brown, Life Remix Radio, and Hakeem Green from Channel Live, and uh, the overseer of the For Life Initiative. you have a question or a comment? Caller from 662. Wait, hold on. Caller from 662, are you with me? Hold on. I'm trying to unmute his line or her line. Uh, I'm, just, I'm not sure why their line is not unmuting call it from 662 don't hang up um i think maybe because i have a lot of um windows open like facebook and myspace and all that stuff going my computer may be running slow not quite sure but anyway uh let me try one more time all right call it from 662 i'm gonna try to get you on the air before we go um real quick let me just see what's going on yeah there's a new buzz that he didn't oh why he didn't choose a black church I think that would have been the easy, easy, easy thing. That would have been the easy thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why he didn't choose the black church. Um, he went George Bush. He went, true put, he went to George Bush's old church. The minister is the grandson of Johnny Cash. Well, there's your answer. <laughs> I'm thinking wow. there's your minister answer. Minister is the grandson of Johnny Cash. Word. You, have a, you have a comment about that? I'm sure you do, Hawk. <laughs> well, I just got, I got word early today that um, Barack's taking a trip to the Vatican on July 10th to meet the Pope. Really? And, um, yeah. And, um, you know, I, th I think that, you know, we need to stop, well, in, in the scriptures, it says that um, the people suffer for lack of knowledge. It right. doesn't say lack of belief. It says lack of knowledge. That's a key. That's a key. We need to, to, to do a lot less believing and a lot more knowing. And if you don't know, go find out. Belief it's in and of itself implies doubt. When you believe something, you don't know. That's why if you say, well, how do I get to point A to point B, if somebody answers the question with, I believe you get, then you're going to go ask somebody else that person didn't say they knew. 
to right. the elite. So in knowing, in knowing there's a structure, a structure of world governance that the Vatican is tied into. Oh, wow. And when you go see the Pope, there's um, a certain amount of allegiance you must pay to the Pope. Now, America was set up as a sovereign entity where there was a, a separation of church and state. Right. And that we as American citizens are recognized by our inalienable rights. Inalienable rights means that you come on this plane of existence with God-given rights that nobody can take away from you. We, that's why we don't have kings. We have presidents, which are elected by the people, because the people are the ones that rule. But when you go in front of the pope, you play by their rules, or you don't play at all. Hawk, um, let me stop you right there real quick. Caller from 662, um, you're on the line. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? I sure can. Thank you for calling in. We had three minutes in the show, and <laughs> begrudgingly, okay. just uh, no, no, no. It's all good. I just added 15 minutes because I didn't want to. Um, I didn't want to um, uh, neglect the opportunity that you had to share with my listening audience. Okay. So, so we just added a couple more minutes. We're good to go. What do you? Ha what do you have? A question or a hey, comment? Well, this is what I do. I do celebrity impersonations. I'm trying to hear every comedy show, every comedy radio, every entertainment radio. I saw you online. So I decided to call my name is Improv, a.k.a. the Celebrity Impersonator. I do a lot of blog talk shows and That's everything. That's what's up. But do, they, but do they send you an invoice, too? <laughs> no. Oh, what's, what's your address? I'll put it in the mail today. It's uh, You go to myspace.com backslash y'all be y'all. That's Y-A-L-L-B-E-Y-A-L-L. -L -L. You mean I just extended my show to give you a commercial? No, oh, I just oh, come okay. on this do my impersonations. Yeah, okay. I do celebrity impersonations, yeah. Okay. Did you have a question or a comment? Oh, I was just going to, you know what I'm saying, show my skills on the show. Oh, this is not the right form at this moment, but I would love to have you back. Let me give you my phone number and we can set that up. You ready? Oh, okay, hold on. Yeah, I'll give you my number, and then that way we can set it up when we do a show about celebrity impersonators. I would love to have you on the air, no doubt. You ready? You're supposed to be ready with a pen. Ready. Did I lose you? I'm ready. Okay. My number is 917-677-6660. You ready? You got that? Uh, hold on. Okay. Uh -oh. That's not fly. <laughs> You're on the air with Hakeem Green from Channel Live and the For Life Initiative and the one and only Cy Brown. We're talking Obama, BET, process and the movement. I'm not sending you an invoice. Everybody gets a pass the first time, and you don't even have a pen ready. I'm giving you my number to call me to book you for the show. And we got three minutes left, and the show is over. This you is kill it crazy. right now. Sir, do you have a pen? Oh, Truth said he can get it from the archive. You know what, Truth? Thank you very much. We're going to keep the show moving. Thank you so much, caller from 662. Hawk, I extended the show 15 minutes because I thought, um, I don't know. But anyway, continue on. I'm so sorry. I, no, I wouldn't have um, just in terms of, of, of knowing or, or knowing a person's purpose, especially as it relates to the President of the United States or any, other, any one of our other elected officials, because 
you know, the decisions they make have a direct effect on our lives, and, you know, and, and they're working for us. We don't work for them. They work for us. So, you know, in terms of what church that he, you know, he chooses to go to and, you know, how that plays in, I think it would do everyone a great service if they, if they know, not believe, but if they know why he chooses certain, the politics of that church versus another church or, you know, why he would make a move like that. So that's, that's really important because a lot of that stuff is political. Well, I've always been, um, well, I have not, I have to say, I have not always been a fan of um, President Barack Obama, especially in the beginning. I was very cynical and very skeptical. And once yeah. he got elected, I said, and I've said it on this show, that I laid down my cynicism for hope. And, but at the end of the day, we do have to remember that he is a politician, and he has to do things that are wise and prudent to advance the agenda for the American people. Now, it's my prayer and my and my hope that he advances the agenda for the American people. And then if his family gets blessed in the meantime, then that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But I really want to advance, I, I, I hope, and I, and I really feel that he is. He's doing, taking the necessary steps in advancing the agenda of the American people. Um, and part of that is shaking hands and kissing babies in a way that, in a manner in which we may not even understand. And that's why he does a lot of the things that we do. We, You know, just even as a parent, I do things and I tell my sons things and they don't get it, and then all of a sudden it works out in their favor and they're like, Dad, I didn't even see it that way. Well, yeah, that's because I'm the leader and you're the follower and you have to trust that what I'm saying is true. So I'm, I'm really hoping um, that, and I didn't know he chose a church, so one of the listeners let me know that um, he, he chose a church, so that's what's up. But um, at least he's going you know, let's let's look at it this way. At least he's going. He's not an atheist. I mean, I, I don't know. I think well, hey, well, well, hey, don't be, don't, hey, don't be too quick because you know you can you can play the role in front, but behind closed doors, you got a whole other agenda. Which for all my Christians out there, if you check the book of Ezekiel, um, that deals with um, Ezekiel having these visions, these dreams, where he was going under the temple. And he peered through a wall, and he saw the priest practicing a religion not of the fathers. Or, you know, above ground, they would do one thing, but below ground, they were doing something totally different. And um, I think relative to, you know, politics and, and the, you know, the clergy here, like a lot of these brothers, you know, they say one thing in front, but behind closed doors. Is, you know, I, I recently uh, discovered someone sent me a, a paper that Dr. Martin Luther King wrote when he was in college about the, um, it was the, the mystery religions and their influence on Christianity. And, and Dr. Martin Luther King had basically surmised in his paper that Christianity was really the, the culmination of a lot of borrowing from other pagan, quote-unquote, pagan religions. And, you know, he, he, he really, he, he, he said in the paper that, the concept of Jesus and the and the and the, the apostles mm -hmm. was a borrowed ethos. Like it wasn't really? original. Yeah, it wasn't original. They they took it from somewhere. Now with that and Dr. Martin Luther King I I heard it was a Mason. But that's another story. But what that says to us or to me is that, you know, Martin Luther King maybe said one thing in church because that's what the people wanted to hear. But in his heart and his mind, he knew something different. Wow. Right. And that, that, go, that goes on, 
you know, on a lot of different levels um, where, you know, are, are, it was something that you said a couple of minutes ago about, you know, a lot of times they have to make decisions that we don't really understand or we really don't know. We just kind of have to follow along. Mm-hmm. And that's when you have, you know, you have belief, belief and you have faith. And, um, you know, I, I've been taught, my, my coming up is to put faith in no man, put faith in yourself. Believe, rather know in yourself. Know thyself is a, is, a, is a very, is a mantra that I like to live by. Know who you are. And in knowing who you are, you know, you know yourself in reference to the world around you, which means you have to know the moving parts of the world and how you fit in. But um, then, as, can, I, can I ask a question just based mm-hmm. on that? If, sure. in fact, every, if we're trying to know who we are and if, in fact, we're really um, trying to know who we are, learn who we are, and really make progress, then why, then, do we experience and see what we saw last night on BET? And I'm not trying to make this a BET thing, but, you know, yeah. well, we, we're all, why? We're, well, because everyone, my definition of what progress is may be different than your definition of progress. Some people's definition of pro- progress is very spiritual. It's about being in tune with the oneness of the universe, which is not a materialistic thing. For other people, progress is based on material acquisition um, and, you know, being seen, being famous. For some sisters, progress is, you know, having children and being quality mothers. Some, you know, for some sisters, progress is marrying a man who's going to take care of them. That's different. There's a different set of priorities, um, and then you have to figure out, you know, each set and how that works in your life and what you're personally after. I'm not passing judgment on anybody, but you get what you deserve and you deserve what you get, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as, as much as we criticize, like, the whole Don Imus situation and, you know, we all protest and we were up in arms and so forth and so on, when given this, the opportunity to do better, to progress beyond what they say we are, we didn't. So we didn't really progress. Yeah, that's, that's. I mean, I, I had you on the show one time before, like a few months ago, and I would really, you know, I, I please accept this invitation at this moment to come back and really share what you're doing, share, you know, what's going on with the For Life initiative, share your insight, because you are a very insightful brother, and I know um, you have been on the road with KRS, um, we both worked with KRS in different capacities. So just to, you know, just to let everybody know what you're doing and see how the listening audience can actually contribute in some capacity um, to the For Life initiative. Uh, I, yeah, I, would, I would love to. I appreciate the invitation. It's an honor. Thank you. Yeah, no doubt. Everybody, we have, we're down to seven minutes. I'm getting ready to wind this show down because I really extended it to get my brother from 662 on the, on the line. And I, I and I really you know now that I'm 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 kind of back on the air I really want to stick to the format not deviate too much from it um, but you know I had to I had to jump on today I had too many people getting at me like Sai I need you to talk about the BET awards and just really quickly I did leave a comment on April Silver's page um, like what can we do because the whole thing with skank what was it skank something skank skank robbers. Gank robbers. Yeah, Wanda um, and Shanene robbing banks. Yeah, I, I, you know, maybe I shouldn't admit it, but I'm, I'm putting it out there. I admitted to everybody that I didn't see Aquila in the B, and my listeners yelled at me, you know, but I, I'm very candid and honest. I, I laughed when I first saw it before it actually sank in what I was watching. 
Um, and, you know, I'm not happy with that. So, I, But I don't know what to do. I'm saying it honestly. I don't know what to do. So if any of you out there know what we can possibly do, I mean, we, BET has never, never ceases to offend us, especially black women, at a moment's turn. And I think I got to the point where I was just, what, what, what is the word like when you're used to something? Desensitized. That's desensitized. It. I, think I, yes. I think I just got to the point where I was desensitized by the things that I saw on BET. Um, I'm not okay with it, but it, like what can, what can we possibly do? I don't even know. Can I, I, can I, can I, can I offer a suggestion? Yes, yes, please you know, do. You know, since we talk about BET, Black Entertainment Television, um, we as black folks, you know, and, and really as Americans, I don't, it's not it's not a race thing because it does go on in, in white America too. But um, we have to start questioning everything about the world around us because mm. the, the 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 root word of culture or cultivate cult oh, wow. is where we get the word cultivate and culture. Or so the root right. word of culture and cultivate is cult. Um, and when we think of a cult, we think of brainwashed people who you know just follow you know, un unquestionably follow a, a particular message. And, and that's what's happening. American culture, Western culture, we're being cultivated in a, in a, in a way where we're not questioning, we're just following, right. and we're doing whatever's popular, popular pop culture. And we don't, we don't think outside the box, and that box is, has this, you know, going to hell in a handbasket, and we don't realize it. Um, and, you know, as, as much as you can... Try to like what what I, I I've learned an exercise I've been practicing for years, and it's um it's like going going up the pyramid. Or I realized it when I was a kid. We took a field trip to High Point, which is the highest point in New Jersey, and we went up to the top of the High Point, and there's this big monument. You go up the monument, and, you, and then you realize that when you get to the top, that you can see other cities, you can see other areas, you can in relationship to everything else, you get a better understanding of the world around you by traveling up. So you can mentally use your mind to think about your current situation and look above it to see where you fit in. Detach yourself from yourself to see how you fit in. Mm -hmm. That takes study. That takes information. That, that takes knowing something about history. That takes something about knowing like, just where you fit into the bigger picture. And, um, you know, in doing that, you'll start. You'll begin to ask the questions like, "Well, how do I fit in? How do I add to the negativity? How do I add to the positivity? What are some concrete things that I can do in my everyday life to shift the paradigm so I don't get caught up?" And it's not like you got to go on a crusade. You don't have to protest. You ain't got to go do a bunch of I'm not gonna say unnecessary, but you don't have to really go out your way. It's just small things that you do. It's getting to a crossroad where you're faced with a decision and you can either follow the group or take your ass home. Yeah, you're 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 absolutely right. We're down to the last couple minutes. Thank you so much my brother for coming on today. Um I'm honored to have you. You know everybody definitely check out I know you have a new song with Method Man, so go to YouTube, click Channel Live. Um, and Method Man, right? They could go right to YouTube yeah. and see it. Yeah, I, 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 I got a ton of stuff on the Internet that you can get for free. You ain't got to pay for it. You can go to YouTube and get it. But I also have some stuff on iTunes. I have a, a, a single called Hip Hop Nation out. Okay. You, you can find that on iTunes. But if you just go to YouTube and put in Channel Live, or you can put in Hakeem Green, and I have, like, you know, 
I mean, like, too many to count songs up there for you to check you know, out and check out our message. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. check it out. Good music. Hakeem, thank you very much for calling in today. Thank you, Sai. My pleasure. Oh, no doubt. Um, everybody, thank you for your time. You know, I, I appreciate I appreciate your time. I appreciate the time you spent with me. I appreciate the fact that you guys have listened to me um, through my ups, my downs, my on the air, off the air. It's just part of my progress. It's, it's you know, it's it's. I've loved, I love, love, love coming to you guys every single day. It's been a minute. Um, oh, just one real fun thing. I'm not blonde anymore, everybody. I darkened my hair, so i got to send everybody pictures of that. Um, find me on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash um, life remix, the name of the show. Friend me on Facebook because I'm on Facebook, but you have to send me a note because I don't friend everybody. I want to know you're not some, like, crazy person who I pissed off, like, 10 or 20 years ago or something. Um and just know that I'm I'm still working. I'm still working for God every single day. I'm still working for humanity every single day. I'm still trying to be the best side that I can be every single day. And always remember that we shall pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that we can do or any kindness that we can show to any human being, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, for we shall not pass this way again. I love you all for listening. Thank you so much. May God bless you richly, and I'll see you tomorrow at 12. Peace. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.